0: hi hello and welcome my dear friends in christ uh, so we're back with the sixth episode of faith as it is i'm here today joining with a really special person and guys this is the first guest episode on our podcast and i am thrilled uh, so <laughs> i'm even more excited to introduce this person um, she is amazing yes it is a she <laughs> so um how do I describe her so she is one of the most gracious people I have ever come across um I mean she's like so gracious like she's so graceful and gentle like even if there's like somebody in the comment section arguing against her posts or anything she's just like so gentle <laughs> and <laughs> Phillips takes take notes <laughs> So, I'm here today joining uh, Sarah Murzello. She is the admin of the page In Search of Grace. And um, so, hi, Sarah. Hi, <laughs> so happy I'm to so have glad you. to be with
1: you. <laughs>
0: yes, same here. And um, so, Sarah, um, how has your week been? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it has been very great. Like, I've been busy with my college, but yeah, it's fine. You just you and just managed <laughs> to make
0: time for us, right?
1: <laughs> no, no, no. It's a privilege to be here. <laughs> awesome.
0: Yay. Uh, so, you guys, uh, we have Sarah here to share her story and how Jesus changed her life. And just before beginning, you know, as always, all good things begin with a prayer. So... Uh, Sarah, uh, Sarah,
1: can you lead us in prayer, please? Yeah, sure. We'll start with the prayer. Almighty Father, we praise and thank you for this beautiful day. We thank you for bringing us together in a unique way. We thank you specially for this fellowship with Christ at its center. Lord, let everything we do be for your heavenly glory. Envelop us in your abundant love. Lord, let your will shine through us and through all your children listening this podcast. Let your word proclaimed here drive us closer to you evermore. We make this prayer in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
0: Beautiful, beautiful prayer, Sarah. So let's get on. So what is your story? What was... I mean, how did Jesus change your life? It's like, (laughs) what happened?
1: Yeah, actually, yeah. It's like, um, we are religious from our child. Like, we are a Catholic family. We are credible Catholics. So, we are religious. But uh, sometimes we need to ask questions like, are we really spiritual? Ah. So, so that's how I start my testimony. Like, uh, let's look through my childhood. Okay. Actually, uh, my life itself is a miracle. Yeah. Uh, my mom had issues in conserving a second child, even though after taking proper medications. It was after my dad had mentioned special prayer requests, like um, in Wellingtony, like we go on a pilgrimage to Wellingtony, so he had been there. Um, so I was born eight years after my elder sibling. And since have been the apple of my apple of eye of my parents. So, yeah. So all my years I was brought up with much love and nurtured with good Catholic beliefs. And one thing very noticeable that I want to share before my uh, before sharing my testimony is uh, my parents used to organize trips to Divine Rhetoric Center, Porta, Mm -hmm. Kerala. And you know how we we are nurtured there in Absolutely, faith. Yes. So yeah, so uh, my story begins right from there. And um, so I have been there almost for about a few, year, few years minus my current age. Like uh, <laughs> you can say like two, three years, living two, three years I've been there and also the pandemic year counts oh, wow. <laughs> So almost uh,
0: 17 times, 17, 18 times
1: yeah yeah you can count that <laughs> so yeah so on one such trips when i was around uh, 10 to 11 years old uh, as i had never been to Wellington uh, and i was the miracle baby through the intercession of our mary mm-hmm. so my dad planned that um, we three me my mom and he would visit Wellinkini by bus from Porta as the distance is uh, not that much so we can travel overnight from Porta to Wellinkini by bus. So meanwhile my elder sister will manage our group so we decided likewise and we planned it. Um, So dad accordingly went to the bus booking office but uh, he found that only two tickets were remaining of this um, of the bus and that two of the last row. But uh, as we had planned, dad said, okay, it is fine. I'll book the tickets and we'll make the trip. And we decided only I and my father will uh, be able to go for the trip as there were only just two tickets uh, for the bus remaining. So, uh, but on the following morning, what happened was my dad had booked the tickets previous uh, evening, but on the following morning, I caught up very high temperature and my parents took me for medications, but it wasn't being benefited. Like um, the temperature was constant and they also were confused like what to do now. So, So the very next day, my fever was still on and my dad said, okay, we need to cancel tickets because the bus traveling thing could be a bit problematic in this situation. So, he went to the booking agent and he said uh, to cancel our tickets. But uh, the booking agent uh, ga- uh, agent said that it was difficult to get someone on your ticket at the last moment. But um, dad told him that it's fine and not a problem. So, likewise, days went on. So, a couple of days later when dad, um, uh, when someone from a group was sick and dad had to go there, To take the medicines, he visited the booking office, asking if they did get anyone on our seats. But the booking officer agent, being dismayed, he said that the bus made with an accident. As the bus, ahead of it, applied emergency brakes. And all eight people sitting on the last row faced them. Because they were the ones who were killed, the before ones were rescued, but the people sitting on the last row were all, all faceless. And he just said, he just said that the good God saved you Absolutely. and your daughter. And and I still remember this incident with teary eyes and goosebumps, and keep myself as a daily reminder that if God saved you, then he has something amazing planned for you. Oh, like, This just helped me to go, uh, like, uh, I can't express the feelings, but I still feel that it is just yesterday that this has happened to me. I just feel that it's so <laughs> raw. And uh, so something to look upon.
0: <laughs> this is so, so amazing. I mean, I literally, literally did have goosebumps listening to it. Saving you from death, wow. God definitely has so many things in store for you. <laughs> So then, uh, Sarah, how mm-hmm. did, I mean, how did, okay, this was your childhood incident, but how did God touch you, I mean, like, uh, later on in your adolescence, in adulthood, and how did that change happen?
1: Yeah, there's another testimony oh, wow. for this too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as from my miracles, I had always been faithful and religious. But um, as I came in my adolescence, I started cornering my faith and started leaning on worldly things for happiness like Mm -hmm. any other teenager or any other adolescent uh, person will do so um, I used to follow the ever-changing trends in music in media and I used to scroll Instagram like I was new to it like I joined Instagram after my middle uh, middle school and um, like uh, when I started my bachelor's degree so uh, it was like something very new to me. So I scrolled Instagram as if I earn a penny with every person <laughs> I could myself with. Oh yeah, <laughs> we've been
0: there.
1: <laughs> I couldn't put in, in uh, any other words. Like it was literally like that. Like every person that I looked to, oh man, they are going, like they are doing this, they are doing that. I'm stuck up here. So it was like that. So gradually, which developed a sense in me that I was not good mm. enough. And, um, you know, to camouflage this emptiness, I started watching all the TV shows, the comedy ones, or maybe to be specific, the Um, comedy ones. To make myself a chair of... Yeah, Yeah. because that that is the age where we just need uh, that attention, that, you know, we we need the thing to be noticed, so I was I wasn't that, and I used to watch t v shows till we early morning hours, like uh, I didn't care even if that was my graduation year, and instead of studying, I was making myself busy by all this we,
0: we can totally relate to it so, so. <laughs> wow, <laughs> is it, no I mean and with the, as you said, with the movies and everything, it just gives us that a temporary feeling of fulfillment, right? Like an escape. Like...
1: Yeah, like, yeah, just to hide up something, we do something else. So, but we don't realize that it's just the temporary (sighs) happiness that we get from it. (laughs) Okay, so what happened is eventually it was my graduation year and um, eventually the things on the other hand that used to upset me were the basic thing was I was not good enough. I wasn't someone who was deserved to be loved. (laughs) I was upset that people I care about are not living according to my mindset. Like I was a person, I was not a judgmental person, but I was thinking like, uh, if I have this notion for a person, a person should behave in that similar way. But you, I did not understand that Christ is the creator and he has different things planned for everyone. But I was in a notion that everyone should behave as I think. Oh, that wow. They be. Totally.
0: <laughs> I think most of us can relate to all of this. Wow.
1: <laughs> so as I was in final year, so eventually my term exams came nearby and I really started procrastinating first, I did not realize that why I was doing that. I just thought that I need to cover my syllables in about two, three three weeks or something like that. But um, because I had not studied before. This one thing I knew that I had not studied before and I had to really cope up with it. So eventually, the things got worse and worse. And I ended up all of a sudden having an extremely severe anxiety. I can't say that this anxiety was particularly because I was coping up with my studies. But I was backlogged with all such things, all such negative things about me. About, uh, you know, uh, when we have not good notion about yourself, your self is disturbed. I was in that state. That's a
0: difficult place.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, and it got worse to that point that I started losing my appetite i started throwing up whatever i ate and i just felt what was happening with me then i suffered from insomnia it was just getting worse and i don't have uh, i don't have the word to say to what extent i feel the gravity that i was being pulled down and pulled down but i still remember that there were days i could sleep just for a couple of hours in a whole 24 hours day like just a couple of us I even struggled for that and but the one thing that happened on this night's war I prayed the most rosaries like uh, before that I did not even uh, know the importance of rosaries I used to sit for family prayers for the sake of it but I understood the meaning of the prayers at that moment wow, when I was pulled God. down I was at my lowest yeah so, um, my parents got worried and then we visited a priest who is a spiritual director and I had a good confession.
0: Uh, <laughs> so after much relief.
1: Nope. I will never forget. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so much of relief and the words the priest told my parents when we were out of the confessionals was, your daughter is oh, a saint wow. in making. That word still brings. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I was completely, you know, I was in the lowest position of my life. I did not think that I would do anything good out of it. I was so, I was scared of everything. I was scared to face everything that came over me. And this words proved as an oasis to my dry, arid, shriveled self, like shattered one, I will say. But uh, that did not end there. Still, I was battling from the anxiety the whole month it just seemed like forever i even a bland. i even ended up landing for spiritual counseling the night before my first paper like the first paper when you are just revising whatever you are whatever you have done that was the time when i felt so scared even to go to my exams so i had uh, i had again a spiritual counseling session with my uh, with my with a spiritual director and uh, But one thing that happened in the morning was, the morning of my first people, while I was praying, I had a vision. I was being seated on Mama Mary's lap and she was oh, wow. aiding me to write my people. Yeah. So that was the most beautiful thing, you know, Absolutely. when you are all shattered. And uh, yeah, and uh, people won't believe that what I am speaking is true. But what I have felt from within, that drives yes. me through. You know, Uh, (laughs) it's something, a personal experience that can't be put in words. So (laughs) I am in a situation like that. So what happened was uh, during this whole month of turmoil, I also heard the voice of Jesus for the very first time in my heart. And since then, my life changed upside down. Like there was no turning back because I know I was at my lowest and from there I have I have been raised again. I have given a new life. So it's like... Beautiful. No so was it,
0: was it like a physical voice? Like you could actually hear him? Or what was that experience? we would like to know more? Um,
1: it was like, um, while I was praying, I was saying like, Lord, I don't know what's happening with me. I don't know the purpose, why it is happening with me. But I know that you are my Lord. Because I have been faithful to you. But I know I have wavered uh, in the middle of my uh, life, like I have uh, concentrated, I have uh, concentrated on media, I've concentrated on worldly things. And I have cornered you like I had been, I had been very conditional with my faith, like frankly speaking, when something was wrong, mm-hmm. I know that I had to go to Lord. <laughs> but when everything was fine, I was in my worldly life. So I was living a life like that. So Absolutely. I hope you, you <laughs> could understand what I am That was doing, a very sincere question. And to.
0: then he replied to you.
1: Yeah, so uh, I was like, so he's just said in my prayers, I just got an answer. Sarah, I have <laughs> you in my hands. It, it is like you are fearfully and wonderfully made for a purpose. So that is the thing that, and and you know, uh, the meaning of um, Sarah And Jewish is princess. So it was like um, God calling me as princess and telling me to come back to him. So it was that, uh, you know, that experience that I felt, a daughter-child experience that I felt. Beautiful, beautiful. And
0: so that was the turning point.
1: Everything changed from then on. Yes, and then I got better as my exams proceeded. Uh, as I finished with my exams, I, uh, like, I was good with the, all the anxiety issues. I had been back to the track. I had been eating the food that I loved because I never thought that I would eat anything that I loved because I just used to throw up. Every morning I used to throw up. So it was like, you know, I had even developed a fear of having food. And even the fear of uh, like uh, will I be able to slip this night okay Th- that was the question that I used to ask myself so from that point what we, everything we changed. do without
0: Jesus right
1: <laughs> yeah, it was like you have to be there, you have to catch hold of me because that is yes. what you have been called for
0: <laughs> so uh, so then Sarah, oh, but I mean why were you hesitant I mean when I initially <laughs> came, uh, I mean when I initially came forth and asked you if you could share your testimony with us uh, you were initially
1: yeah sure oh. Like, uh, like you know there are many things included which I told you that maybe people won't believe that what I am saying you know, it's my very personal experience and I have really shared it with very few yes. people around me so I was like I did not want anyone to laugh at me, you know, uh, when I say all this or anyone to uh, mock the presence of Jesus in your life because it is the most beautiful experience that you have faced. And even uh, in the region where I live, we don't discuss Catholic values Mm -hmm. and beliefs with valor. Like I said, Mm -hmm. we corner our faith very much and uh, we don't appreciate that we are a part of such rich tradition. And the fellowship that we have, we are just being ignorant towards it. No, I'm not I know, blaming I any know. youths here. I it think should be. An, yeah, it should be an, even do
0: it. I mean, it's yeah. not just the problem with the youth. Everybody, we just compartmentalize Jesus.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> even we can't uh, blame right. the parental age also, because. It's like we are living in a phase like we see, you know, in Hindi, it's like we are living in that phase right now, Uh, where we think like, yeah, we can be the lukewarm souls, we can have a faith conditional and all of that. So, yeah, so we aren't letting the power of Jesus rule our hearts. We are, no, we, are, we are living with a fear that what will people say when, when we proclaim about Jesus, when we talk about our faith, what will people say? We are more concerned about it. And therefore, not about only people, we don't talk about it in, even in our homes. We don't share about his love that guides us. You know, the minute things that he does for us, it, it needs to be shared with your family because that is where yes, your family members absolutely. will grow in faith. So, because of that, we are not saying these things. Even very noteworthy oh, so miracles go unnoticed. And this thought itself made me to share my testimony. Like, I know Lord has worked in me yes. and I need to share it. Also, um, you know, the verse in Deuteronomy, um, which says that, um, yeah, I've quoted it. Deuteronomy 6-7, which says, you shall teach the laws diligently to your children and shall talk to them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise but uh you know we we are not doing this like i yeah it is something which is very basic but we are not doing the basic step it up
0: so, yeah, sure. I mean, uh, this is really inspiring because many of us actually hesitate to share our testimonies. And this was a very good point you made, Sarah. So now, I mean, was there, I mean, you were talking about family yes. and everything. Was there any um, virtue you, you you know, you cultivated during your childhood that helped you even now?
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, I was... Like it, uh, it was like I was very <laughs> submissive child to my parents. Like it was from my upbringing to you know to be honest with my parents. So even uh, in my childhood, there were times where I did something without them being noticed. But you know, I always uh bred the courage to confront with them later on. Like whatever it was, whatever, no matter, uh, what the worst situation will be. But I had that. Uh, I had that courage to confront with them and so uh, because honesty is the virtue Mm -hmm. that has backed my upbringing and I can't lie to my parents like um, even they will come to know (laughs) if I'm lying to them so you know (laughs) Uh, so I, I, I thought better they knowing it by other way I'll share it with them. So any mischiefs, any uh, you know, we do do some things with our friends uh, where we think like no, our parents won't won't be able to wow. find it out. But yeah, my parents, I used to <laughs> tell them, and then I know at times even today, I um because of my that habit, I can share any little thing that that's in my mind with them, because I have had that relationship with them. Uh, but it doesn't mean that I sometimes I don't agree with them. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't agree at times. But then uh, that's when your prayer life works. And then Lord opens in you. Amen, amen to that. To this honesty
0: thing is something we really need to work <laughs> <Yeah>. on. Honesty <laughs> with our parents is so important. You know only through communication yeah. we can actually yeah know, because make them understand and yeah that's really
1: good yeah yes and one thing that has uh, affected me and has influenced me is like when you choose to leave life under a lord's dominance <laughs> that's, that's when so you feel true. the real freedom no matter what like no matter <laughs> what we have to come across but yeah that's the thing that keeps gives- keeps me alive, you know, that keeps me going and keeps me be submissive even in even right. in the times where yeah. I don't want to be. Makes a lot of sense. So um moving on.
0: So now you're at like a oh, you know spiritually renewed uh place in your life after your conversion and everything. Yeah. So I mean I still I mean we're still gonna have yeah. struggles until we reach heaven, right? So have you had like these uh, <laughs> spiritual setbacks and how have you like, you know, countered this? How 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 did you do it? How do you do it?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, uh, we say that we have a heart of yeah. stone before we get converted. But in my case, <laughs> it was a limestone. <laughs> like I, I need to say that. It's like a limestone seems like any other stone but it lacks the basic property of firmness like it for the world it's a stone <laughs> but we know that we can break it so i was that <laughs> i was that as a person i used to show the world that i was strong like uh, i had the courage to do things but from inside i knew that i was super <laughs> sensitive and a radical person <laughs> so yeah but even in that process um, the wars that we have That I'll give you a new heart and put a spirit in you. I will remove from you the heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. You know, from Ezekiel, we have this verse. And that kept me going on. Like, that's how I started living again. So that is something that I struggle even today, like even today, I think that I am sensitive from within. So I need to work on it. But today I know that uh, I am not broken. I have a hope. I have someone who loves me with an everlasting love. So that keeps me going. And one thing when I have a spiritual setback is... uh, When I pray, like from the time that I, uh, that Lord touched me, touched my life, I started having my little prayer routine, Mm -hmm. a little Bible reading. But uh, at times, you know, when we we are with our life, so it just becomes a routine. You understand? Like uh, we are praying, Uh but we are praying just because it has become a routine. We go for mass (laughs) because it has just been a routine. Like we lose the essence of it. So that's the struggle that I go through. That's when I feel that I am not revamped, I'm not upgraded in the love and faith. Uh, that's when I face the deep lowest point, and then I need to take a pause yeah. from whatever I'm doing. However busy <laughs> I am, I know I have, I have to take a pause. I have to be I have to be diligent enough to go for a confession or introspect. Confession is uh, not an option. It is just the thing that I have shared even before on my page. Like, it is the most essential thing that uh, in my life is confession. Like, after the confession, it is not only that we confess our sins. It's like, one, uh, one of the priests who was my confessor, he told me that, um, confession is a good thing, but after confession, the it's acts so of repentance is what counts and what brings and what yeah what tunes you with his grace, because he's a he's a merciful father. So, for instance, if we have um for example, if we have hurt someone, okay. So the priest just literally explained to me that um if you have hurt someone knowingly, we can say sorry to that person but sorry doesn't work always you have to express it with your actions you have to do something that they are grateful with you so that is how and I'm really thankful for that confession which changed my outlook of confession from then it was not just confessing myself yeah. but acting upon so it later on the need for
0: penance and making
1: it right it's yeah it's definitely beautiful
0: yeah and uh yeah. so confession and uh, you know getting back that relationship and yeah, that was how you. We-
1: yeah. Even before my conversion, uh, even now at times, like I had a very uncontrolled anger. You know, <laughs> like uh, I was a very grumpy little kid. <laughs> I was like, if that, this is, I, as I shared, if uh, someone is not behaving in my way, I have to be angry with that person. I was of that kind of uh, mindset. So um, after that, just um, after all this that I went through, there was just so much of humility that Lord brought me. Like if I said uh, it was not possible on my own will, because I was never such Beautiful. such a kind of person. praise God
0: for that. That's fair though.
1: But yeah, you know, thanks gentleness thanks and you know your
0: gracefulness <laughs> that you have. <laughs> Definitely, I mean, I can. No, not
1: much, but in real yeah, life, I have my own struggles, struggles even you know,
0: Our reactions <laughs> to it, our attitude towards it, everything, you know, by grace is what matters.
1: Yeah, yeah, we are just the imperfect Absolutely. ones who just try so, yeah. to be... Oh, healthy. getting
0: to the, you know, the big part. So, yeah. I mean, uh, I've been a total fan of your uh, page. I've actually, <laughs> you know, I've uh, actually
1: seen... You have always encouraged me, okay, when I was like, uh, okay, out of a sudden, you are reading all my old posts and telling me everything. Oh, that was so like, i was so happy about it like i felt the real joy like wow thank you because when i started the page i was like no i won't get any likes people don't uh, you know people <laughs> in our place don't follow such pages but the response that i got gradually oh, wow. like i have literally prayed for everyone there thank Absolutely. you for coming no it's it been is a joy. inspiration it's very word. genuine
0: you know your experiences <laughs> and everything and uh, so why
1: why the name uh search in search of grace yeah so uh okay there's a story behind it um i had read a uh, read a autobiography yes, of, yes. of brother Huge mario fan. joseph <laughs> you know uh, in divine Retreat center <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so he has it named in search of you so that was back of my mind when i um started with this page i had not read that book i had read that book long enough when i was in my 10th grade or something or early college years but uh you know that that tag remained uh back of my mind in search of you so i just said in search of grace because Church. it's the grace of god that keeps us going you know it takes his grace it's to abide nice. in him without His grace we can't do anything like yeah yeah <laughs> So the abundant grace that He loads us with, just so that we might wa- walk in His way of salvation, yes. is the same grace yes. that He covers each one of us, daily. Okay. So I just thought, um, like you know, um, like like terms attract each other. I believe in the same <laughs> unit grace in all of us that keeps yeah. us together. And helps us to raise (laughs) children because uh, if we don't have that thing in common, like we won't be talking today. Like you are someone that I did not know, but it is its grace that I am talking to you, that I met you, (laughs) and I'm so happy that I did. Yeah, we'll be having more episodes too. You
0: know, (laughs) you'll probably get to interact with the others too. It's been a real (laughs) round blessing. (laughs) to no, know you guys just so all yeah. of this happened during the lockdown right you guys started so, the stage you started the stage during the lockdown I think Ilana uh, yeah, yeah for <laughs> speak in silence
1: yeah. and uh, yeah she just got in touch with me and then uh, the Indian Catholic. So I was like, I was so curious, who's this Indian Catholic? And uh, yeah, I just started following him. And after some days, he's, uh, he changed his name to Rosary Boy. And then I found, wow, he's he, like, from where did he learn this all things? And then I found that he's a seminarian and I was on high in respect for that person.
0: Very, very beautiful. And to see Indians, you know, Indian Catholics doing this is because, a yeah. real, really beautiful thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, that tips (laughs) is going. And the encouragement that you provide us, that tips is going. Like you, all the other followers that, you know, the encouragement that drives us. Because we can write it, but we need to pray over it. We need to think about it. So when we know that uh, someone is reading, someone is taking in notice the Lord's word, we are forced to do it. Like, yeah, we need to do it right now. So, yeah, hopefully I can oh, all the can't wait break as so, will are joining. So,
0: um, let's see how so <laughs> the key takeaways from <laughs> Sarah is, you know, the one thing that I really love is your openness to sharing your testimony when you, you know, you struggled a little bit back then, you know, with people's opinions. And yeah, so your openness to sharing your testimony yeah. is something that I am in yeah. awe of. Because there are times even now I cannot do that (laughs) at times. Mm -hmm. And um, so the other takeaway was uh, your openness to your parents, actually. Being honest. Something that, you know, all of us, you know, at any point of life, being open and being honest to parents is very important. And uh, apart from that, you know, just...
1: Yeah. 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 Actually, there were times when I had to say no to some things because I knew that uh, my parents wouldn't approve it. So it was like, yeah, but today I feel great that I did that because true,
0: true, the true. parents yeah. will
1: for you. Especially when good. your parents are and like so spiritually else, so. rooted
0: with God. Yeah. yeah. They definitely know what what's the right thing. God works through them yeah. too, right? You told me that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, yeah. then Surely. I think we've come to the end of the session. It was beautiful talking to you, Sarah. And uh, we'll thank our Mama Mary for being with us throughout the session and leading us. Uh, so we'll say a little Hail Mary. Um, Hail Mary, yes. full of grace. The Lord is with you. Blessed yeah. are you among women. And blessed is the fruit of thy own Jesus. Yes. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Now and that we are our
1: death.
0: So you guys, we've gotten to the <laughs> end. And I enjoyed this uh, episode a lot. Talking to Sarah was beautiful. And I know you guys did too. So <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us. This is the Faith As It Is podcast so with Ruth and Sarah. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, be sure. I mean, I'm...
1: Thank you, Ruth. And thank you, yes, everyone, it As It Is podcast, for having me in. Please, <laughs> please listen to their podcast. They are so, so filled with all the good things. Aww. And we answer <laughs> all you guys. your questions. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're
0: praying for you guys. And... Um, So thank you, Sarah. Um, Thank you, guys. So yeah, we're done. Thank you for being such wonderful listeners. Bye-bye. Have a blessed week ahead.